Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Alochas, Yoredeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Malamdim, Halacha Aleph, from the beginning. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Yentefradl Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Harinin Kaporas Mishkavo, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Bas Galya, Basya Kela Bas Amalia Malcha, Tzvi Shalom Ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai Ben Chana, Dvoira Gila Simcha Bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Chana Bas Sora, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, David Lei Ben Shena, Shlemanisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Sora Gittel Bas Chana Riva, Miriam Esther Bas Sora Gittel, Nisim ben Rivka, Chaim Aryeh ben Brocha, Chaim ben Rachel, Toiva bas Chava Perel, Idis bas Miriam Breindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Gitaganendel bas Sipoira, Libalea bas Sipoira, Aviv Ilona bas Yusbehendel, Sorochel bas Yusbehendel, Yehudis Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Betzal Yechiel Michel ben Chiachava, Gila bas Brocha, David ben Behia, Shendel bas Leah, Behia basia bas Shendel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Besorich Shar Choy Yisrael. Chayev Odom Lelameid Levnoi Torah. A father is required to teach his son Torah, Vechein Leben Benoi. And a grandfather is required to teach his grandson Torah. Shenemar Vohoidatom Levonecha Vlevnevonecha. As the Pusik says clearly, you will enlighten, you will teach your son and your grandson. Rav Nosenzal begins, The best teacher for a, a, a child is the father. As it says in Kriyashma also, you will teach your children. Because a, a good teacher has to have the ability <coughs> to control, to, to keep the, the knowledge within healthy boundaries <coughs> so that, and to cloak the knowledge in, in proper introductions and everything in order that the, <coughs> the child, the student, should be able to understand it. Kanira Bechush, as we see in actual life, and as Rabbi Nezal explains this in the beginning of chapter 30 in Likut Imran, this, this great need of being able to take spiritual concepts and bring it down to on a level that a child should be able to understand it. And regarding the ability to do this, it, it would come most naturally for a father to be able to do this for his son. Why? Because as Rab Nosenzal had quoted earlier in Hilchas Kibbutz quoting from the Arizal, that a, when a child is born, the child receives a garment for his brain, for his seichel, which he receives from the father at the time of, from the time of birth. 
This garment means, again, a tzimtzum, a constriction, so that we know that knowledge, chachmak, is something that could be ein soif, infinite. Spirituality is something that's infinite. And when it's in that state of infinite, we can't really benefit from it. It needs, it has to be within boundaries, within healthy boundaries. And therefore, just as when the child is being born, the father is the one who provides this levush, these boundaries for the moichen of the child, so too, as the child is growing, the father is the one who's in the best position, in a sense, to be able to be mamshech, these boundaries for the, for the son, for the child, in which to receive the moichen in a healthy way. Which moichen? The Torah, the chachma, that the father is going to be teaching the son. And with this, we could understand what Rabbi Nezal says in chapter 60 in Likutei Moran, She'ikar ha'hezboinunus mekaplem al yidei ashirus, ayin shom. Rabbi Nezal says there that just like in order for a person to study Torah in general, they need parnasa. The Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, imein kemach in Torah. If there's no food, there's no Torah. So too, Rabbi Nezal says, when a person wants to achieve higher levels of Torah, they need a higher level of parnasa. They need wealth, tremendous wealth, in order to be able to attain a very, very high level of, of Torah, of Chachma Dikdusha. Ki Ashiru Because wealth is also an example of a constriction, a garment, a, a boundary. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, mitzafain zohav yoaso, that it's from the north, gold comes from the north, shehu sikr desmoil, and the north is the left side. We always picture east, a person facing east. When you're facing east, north is on the left side. Shemisham hatzimsum, and the left side always represents tzimsum. The right is chesed, kindness, opening your hands, and, and the left is tzimtzum, gevura, constriction. And wealth is referred to in the Torah as the inheritance, what a person receives from their parents, from their forefathers. A house and wealth are the, that which a person, the inheritance which a person receives from their father, from their forefathers. And as Rabbi Nezal points this out over there in chapter 60 in Likud Imran, Ayn Shom, and therefore, now Rabbi Nezal gave us a second reason why the father could be the best one to teach the child Torah. Because in order for a person to study Torah properly, they need tzimtzum, they need boundaries, constriction. And just as the father is the one who provides that when the child is being born, so too the fact that the, ch- the father provides the wealth, 
the money, the financing for the child, that also is a form of a tzimtzum, a levush, a malbush, which ensures that the child, that, that, and the Torah refers to it as, as ashirus, that the child should be able to receive this hisboinenus ha-Torah. V'alkein gam horav nikra'ov. And this explains also why a person's rebbe is also referred to as a father. As we find Elisha Hanavi, when his Rebbe, Elianavi, was leaving the world, Elisha Hanavi cried out, Ovi, Ovi, Rechev Yisroel Uparoshov, my father, my father, the chariot of the Jewish people. It's interesting, we're, we're less than a week away from Lag Boimer, and in the tefillah that Rab Zal wrote for Lag Boimer, there's a special tefillah which everyone should try their best to be able to recite on Lag Boimer, whether you're in Miron or whether you're not in Miron, in that tefillah, and at one, in one paragraph there, Rab Zal says, Ovi, Ovi, Rechav Yisrael Paroshov, referring to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizal. And also, as the Gemara points out, in Sanhedrin, Kol HaMalameid Leben Chaveiroi Toiro Ki'ilu Yelodoi that if a person teaches someone else's child Torah, it's considered as if they gave birth to that child. So we see that a Rebbe is also called a parent. Because since the Rebbe is teaching Torah to the student, he must be also providing this levush, this garment for the Chachma, this case, this box, in, in which to receive the Chachmah. Because without this Tzimtzum, without this Lavush, a person cannot teach Torah properly. This is where mistakes come in sometimes, where if the Rebbe doesn't know properly how to judge the student, and he gives him Chachmah without the proper Tzimtzum, he gives him Chachmah too much that that, that student isn't ready, doesn't have the kalim to receive in a positive way, then the light can be blinding, chas v'shon. shehu oviv mamish So therefore, the Rebbe is also literally like a father to the student. V'yalkein ha'yoyser toiv she'oviv b'yatsmo yilmo d'mudoy Therefore, first choice is that the father should be the one teaching his son Torah. And if, for whatever reasons, the father is not available to, to, to be the one to be teaching his son Torah, the father is obligated to pay a Rebbe, to pay tuition, to pay a Rebbe, to teach his son. As is brought in Yeridea, chapter 245, because this, this tuition that the father is paying for his son, which is what enables the son to be able to learn and to be able to understand, this corresponds to what Rabbi Nezal says there in chapter 60, that in order to receive the Hizboinenus, it requires wealth. Here the wealth is the tuition money, the tuition money, the money that the parent is paying for a tutor, for anyone to teach their child Torah. Shehu nachlas ovois, 
And as we said earlier, the money, the wealth, is referred to as the, the inheritance which one receives from the parents. Referring to the, the tuition payment that the father is paying for the son. And this, this, this is the ashirus which enables the child to be able to receive this hisboinenusa Torah. Hisboinenusa Torah means a very high level of Torah. V'chol zeh, dahainu ha-hisboinenus im ha-levush. Dahainu b'chinatsu ha-shirus, shunach la-sovois, kol zeh mekaplin minarichus yomim, shu b'chinat zokin, b'chinat satik. Rabbeinu Salovani in chapter 60 in the Kutimran explains <coughs> that in order for a person to be zoichet to this wealth, that's needed in order to be able to acquire the Hizboinenus HaToyra, the person has to have Arichus Yomim, long life. It says by Avram Avinu, <coughs> the Pesach says by Avram Avinu, Avraham Zokein Bo Bayomim V'ashem Beirach Es Avram Bakoil. Avram Avinu got old, Hashem blessed him with days, long life, and Hashem blessed them with everything, wealth. So we see that a prerequisite to this Ashirus is this Zokein, this Arichas Yomen. Bechinas Avua Da Abba, Kemavur Sham Bamaimranal, Ayn Sham Hetev. Later on in chapter 16 in Likut Imran, Rabbeinazal quotes a story from the Gemara, the Gemara's version of Rip Van Winkle, that, that there was a, a great Sadiq Chaini Amago who fell asleep for 70 years. And before he fell asleep, he saw somebody planting a carob tree. And he asked them, why are you planting that? You're not going to be eating from the fruit. It takes 70 years for it to produce the fruit. So he said, just like my father's father planted for me, I'm planting for my children and grandchildren. So the term there is avu da'aba, father's father, which is another way of referring to this high level called atik, because Chachma is called father. Av Bechachma. It says by Yisvat Sadik, Av Bechachma Rav Which means Keser, Atik, is called grandfather. This concept, Sava. Kimavur Shambamaymanal, as Rabbi Nazal explains this over there in chapter 60, Ayin Sham Heitev. Look it over carefully. Vizeh Bechinas Shechayev Hazokin Lelamei Desben Benoit Torah. And now we understand also why there's a specific requirement for a grandfather to learn Torah with the grandchild. Because again, he has a very big advantage in being best suited to do this. Because the source from where the Torah comes from, from which this Hizboinanus comes from, this deep understanding of Torah, which we want <coughs> this son to be able to receive, it comes from Zokain, Dahainu Avu Da'aba, from grandfather, that concept of the Bechinas Atik, Shemishom Shoyresh HaTorah That's the source from where the Torah draws its light. That's the source of this Hizboinanus, this deep understanding of Torah. And Rabbi Nezal also speaks about this in another place. 
that the source from which the Torah receives its light is called Atik, that highest level, the Keser. We know that generally, generally, in Sifrei Kabbalah, the Torah is referred to as Tiferes, the sphere of Tiferes. There's Chesed, there's Gvura, and Tiferes, which are Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov, and, and, and Yaakov Avinu is called Emes, Titein Emes Liyakov. And the Torah is called Emes, Ashenosna Torah Emes. So generally, generally, we refer to the Torah as being Tiferes. Tiferes receives from Chochmah and Bina, and Tiferes and Chochmah and Bina, the Chochmah and Bina, which are father and mother, and they receive from grandpa. They receive from up on top, from the Keser, from Atik, you know, from that highest level. Because we find, Rabbein Azal points out, in chapter 118 in the Kutimran, that whenever the new Torah is being revealed, or whenever a person is learning new Torah, that's an aspect of Moshe Moshiach, Kamoshe Kosov, Veruach Eloikim Merachefes Amoyim. All the way in the beginning of Bereshis, it says that the divine spirit of Hashem hovers, was hovering over the waters. And the Zohar Kodesh says, What are these waters? Do Rucho de Moshiach. This refers to the divine spirit of Moshiach. So the waters of Torah are compared to, are connected to this Ruach of Moshiach. Take a look over there in chapter 118. Water is, represents Torah. And Moshiach is associated with this highest, highest level called Atik. Until Atik Yoimen will come, which is referring to Moshiach over there at the end of Daniel. Nimza, Sheshoyrish Hatoira. So this shows us that the roots of the Torah, the source of the Torah, is this Atik, this level of Moshiach, which is referred to as grandparent. And this is why the Gemara says in Baba Metziah, page 85, that when you have three generations in a row where the grandfather is a Talmud Chacham and the father is a Talmud Chacham and the, and the grandson is a Talmud Chacham, that's a guarantee that the Torah will remain in that family, that it'll continue to go from generation to generation. Shenemar, as it says in the Pesach in Yeshaya, lo yomushu mipicha o mipizaracha o mipizerazaracha. The Torah will not leave you, your children, your grandchildren. And Toisvis in the Subas, page 62, expounds on this and says, We know that there's an expression in the Torah that a triple stranded string will never be broken. That's solid. Toisvis says there, This is on condition. That the, that the father and grandfather and grandson all have seen each other. Those people, unfortunately, I grew up with Holocaust parents who are Holocaust survivors. We never saw grandparents. We never knew what a grandparent is. They all perished in the Holocaust. 
Today, we're living in different times completely, where Klal Yisrael is so blessed that people have, most Jewish kids have grandparents alive, and many have great-grandparents even that are living. Because this is called establishing the Torah completely. Where the grandson is to be able to be receiving Torah not just from his father, but from his grandfather, who is this aspect of Zokin, Atik. And this is why the Gemara tells us in Shabbos, page 88, that everything about the Torah is three. As the Gemara says there, Blessed is Hashem who gave us a Torah which comes in three sections, Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim, and he gave it to a nation that comes in three categories, Koin, Levi, Israel, and he gave it through the third child, Aharon, Miriam, Moshe, and he gave it in the third month, Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, all three, 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 three. Baruch Hashem, Shonasana, Torah, Meshuleshes, and La'am, Meshuleshes, Ayyadei Shlishi, Moshe, Shlishi, La'achim, Aharon, Miriam, Ki Nishom, Hishtal, Shilos, HaToyra, Mibichina, Meshuleshes, because that's where the Torah spirals down from. The Torah is coming from a place of this three, this trio. Dahainu hazokin v'ho'ov v'haben. This kesher between keser, chokhmabina, and teferit, and zerantin. And this is why the Pasuk says there in Chumash Dvorim, v'ho'idatom levanecha v'lebnei banecha. You will teach your children and your grandchildren. And, and the Gemara says, the, the Medrash says, Ad kan ho'ov alaben, that the kindness between generations goes three generations, from a father to a son to a grandson. Ki hasokas Torah, because a high-level understanding of Torah, which is related to kindness, ki horachmim toloi bedas, because Rabbeinu writes in several places in Likut Imran that kindness is dependent on intellect. If a person isn't intelligent, they can kill with kindness. A person takes a baby, a one-month-old baby, and starts feeding them steak, they're going to murder them, they're going to kill him. Vehi mishtal sheles and this kindness this hasogas spirals down from this level called zokein bechinas atik ad ben haben, and it jumps down two generations, going all the way down to the grandson. Baruch Hashem. Remember, this is Torah Aleph of a series, and we see when he refers to Rabbeinu Zal, he doesn't say Rabbeinu Zal, he says Rabbeinu. So this was written during Rabbeinu Zal's lifetime. This is in the beginning of Rav Zal's career, and he, his writing, you see, is different. It's much shorter. In the later halachas, you see, he elaborates much more, you know, he explains much more. But again, Baruch Hashem, he gets the point across. In what way is wealth an aspect of tzimtzum? 
there's a there's a pasuk oirech yomim biyamina ubesmoila oishavachavoid that when it comes to holiness on the right side you have long life on the left side you have wealth and honor so wealth and honor is associated with the left side the left side is always tsimsum the right is chasodim chasodim means opening up hashem show us your kindness open your hands and the left side gvura is always a concept of tsimsum constriction boundaries Any other questions, please? It has nothing to do with a wealthy person who doesn't have to restrict their spending. That's not the issue. Money, wealth, is, is associated with the left side. And it's also associated with malchus, which is also dina de malchus dina, midas adin. Halacha beis, kishem she mitzvah lalamid es benoi, kach mitzvah lalamid es ben benoi. Just like it's a mitzvah for a father to teach their son Torah, so too there's a mitzvah for a grandfather to teach the grandson. Shkmoish shenemar vohidatom levonecha v'lebnei benecha. V'loi leben benoi levat. This doesn't just apply to one's grandchild. El mitzvah al kol chacham but rather anybody who's really knowledgeable in Torah has a mitzvah to share their Torah with others, to teach students. However, there's an order of priorities. It's a mitzvah to teach your son first before your grandson. And it's a mitzvah to teach your grandson first before somebody else's child. Ad kan Rav Nosazal here is quoting the wording in Shulchan Aruch there, chapter 245 in Yoridea. Rav Nosazal says, now we're going to go into this topic of a son and a grandson based on what Rav Nosazal writes about in chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran. Now note here, Rav Nosazal uses the wording Hareini Kaporas Mishkavoi, which means he wrote this halacha during the first year after Rabbi Nizal passed away. And the Shulchan Aruch says, when a parent or a Rebbe passes away during the first year, when you mention their name, when you quote from them, you're supposed to say these words, Hareini Kaporas Mishkavoi, may I be an atonement for him. Because generally, that's when the person is being judged in heaven. Inyan ben the Talmud, and also the whole concept of a son versus a student. Ayin shom heitev ho'inyan. Rav says, look over there in chapter 7, in the second half of the Kutumran, study it well. Vaklal, to summarize what Rav says there, ki ha'oras ha'ben, there, Rabbi Nezal explains that there are basically two levels. There's the higher level, there's the lower level. There's the very advanced and the less advanced. 
And in, in, in relative to this discussion, the sun represents a higher level because Rabbein Azal explains there, the sun comes from the actual brain of the father. The seed from which the sun is produced comes from the brain of the father. So he has a, a stronger connection to the father than the student who that father is teaching. When a person is teaching his son and he's teaching the student, the son has a natural advantage because he is literally from the moyach of the father. So there, Rabbein Zal refers to the son representing the higher level, the Dore Malo, and the student represents the Dore Mata. Then Rabbein Zal also explains that there are two levels of perception of Hashem. The more one learns about Hashem, the more one realizes how much they don't know. We're not closing the gap. The more I learn, I'm, I'm getting, I'm almost as smart as Hashem. That'll never happen. That, that's, not, that's not happening at all. So the higher a level a person gets to, the more they realize how much they don't know. And therefore, the malachim, who are on a very high level spiritually, they say, where is Hashem? Implying, we don't know anything. When you say, where is someone? It means, I don't see him. I don't see him at all. That's how the malachim relate to Hashem in this category of ayeh, those who are on a very low level, to them, Rabbi Nezal explains, the message for them is that Hashem is everywhere. That you, no matter how far down you go, you, you're not going to get away from it. You can't, get, you can't escape Hashem. You can't get away from Hashem. Hashem is right down there with you. That's maloi chol ha'oretz Melech means Hashem's kavod fills the entire world, and oretz means the earth, the lowest places. So there Rabbi Nezal says the ben, the, the perception of the sun is referred to as aye, and the perception of the student is referred to as maloi. Because again, on a general level, the sun has an advantage over the student. This is one of the reasons why when Moshe Rabbeinu was about to leave the world, he pleaded with Hashem that his son should take over because that's the most natural progression. But Hashem said, sorry, Yehoshua, your student, he's the one who served you day and night. He's the one who was closest. He's the one who's supposed to take over. We, we find that there's this concept of dynasties where a, a rabbi passes on the scepter to his son, a rabbi passes away, his son becomes the rabbi and his son... And that, and some people assume that that's the way it is, period. There's no other choice. There is another choice. It's only if the son is really qualified to take over that position that he's supposed to. If not, it's got to be whoever is more qualified in Torah and Avodah Hashem. We see by the Baal Shem Toiv, it wasn't his son who took over, it was the Mizritcha Magid. By Rabbi it was his student. Now Rav Nassar says, this is also the concept of a son and a grandson. Because of the fact that the grandchild is further away from the grandfather than the son is from the father. You follow? We're talking about three generations here. Let's talk about Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Because of the fact... I'm sorry, we skipped a paragraph. Sorry. Vezeh bi'atzmoi b'chinas ben u ben aben. 
כי בני בונים הם בחינס לימודי השם, בחינס תלמידים. Because grandchildren are represented by this term, לימודי השם. They're in the category of the student. He's not a son. If he's not a son, and if he's further away than a son, then he's a student. כי בני בונים הם נצח והויד, כמובה בכוונוס. Because the Arizal tells us that grandchildren are referred to as Netzach and Hoid. As the Arizal explains this, Al Umevi Goyel Livnei Venehem. That we say in Shmon Esrei, Hashem will bring the Redeemer to their grandchildren. Venetzach Vahoid Zebchinas Limude Hashem, Bechinas Talmidim, Kemavur Bedivra Benazal Besoif Hamaim Ranal. And we know that the spheroids of Netzach and Hoid are referred to as Limude Hashem, that the concept of the Talmud, as Rabbi Nezal discusses this at the end of that chapter on Likud Imran, chapter 7. Ki hachilik, shebein ben v'talmid, hu shehaben hasogosoi hi hasogas ho'ov mamish. Rabbi Nezal explains now the difference between a son versus a student is that the son is receiving literally the understanding of the father. Because again, he's a piece of the brain of the father. He came from the seed of the father. Bechinas mo, which is that level of mo, aye. Mo is another term for, mo means what? Bechinas aye, shehi bechinas dore malo, which represents that higher level. Vahatalmed, shehu rochet yoiser, whereas the student, who's further away than the son is. Again, we're talking about that they're sharing the same rabbi. You have a rabbi, he has a son, and he has a student. The student who's naturally further away, therefore his perception of Hashem is that lower level perception of the message that we have to be sending to those people who are on the lower level is that Hashem is everywhere. You're not far from Hashem. Everyone is close to Hashem. And Hashem is close to all of us. Now, in the past, if you look back at previous Shem that I gave, I mentioned that Netzach and Hoid are referred to as Bonim. That Chesed Gvur Tiferes are Avois, which means Netzach Hoid Yisoy Rabbonim. Obviously, we mentioned this many times that in Sifrei Kabbalah, everything is relative. Everything is relative. Could be on a general level, on a general level, we refer to Chesed Gvur Tiferes as Avois, which means Netzach Hoid Yisoy Rabbonim. Rab Nosazal here is giving us a more accurate definition, quoting from the Arizal Pri Chaim, that Netzach and Hoid are grandchildren. This explanation that we just gave regarding a, a son versus a student is also similar in concept to the difference between a son versus a grandson. Because of the fact that the grandchild is further removed from the grandfather than the grandfather's son, Therefore, the, le- the perception of the grandson 
versus his father, the son, is, is, is referred to as the perception of the student. Because of the fact that the, the, the light dropped down another level, it went down another level. It's further away from the source than the sun. The sun is one step removed from his father. The grandson is two steps removed. And therefore it's considered an incredible, great accomplishment when a, a person is able to teach his son and his grandson. Because by doing this, he's bringing together these two gigantic levels, the upper and the lower, the dorimala, the dorimata, the son and the student. He's bringing them together within the family. Because this grandfather is Zoyche, that the son and the student are direct relatives of his. literally part, it's family, mamish part of him. Because as we explained earlier, son, grandson is like son and student. And both of these are joining together, merging together with him, with the grandfather. Shehu avi ha'ov, the father of the father. Bechina zokein, shu bechina keser, shu bechina zokein, kayodua. Shezeh bechina hasodas hechachom biatzmoi. And this is what Rabbein Azal refers to over there in Likud Imran when he speaks about the level of understanding of the tzadik emes, the chacham. Shezoicha l'shefa hakeser which Rabbein Ezzel says over there, the Chacham, the Tzadik Emes, the greatest teacher of the Jewish people, is Zoichet to the Shefa of the Keser, Shehu Meir Beben V'Talmud, because he's teaching both his children and many students. As Rabbein Ezzel explains over there. So when you have a grandfather who's Zoichet to be able to teach his son Torah and his grandson Torah, it's the full package coming together. It's like the tzaddik teaching a, the, the ben and the town, the two levels in Judea, in Klal Yisrael, the sons and the students. Now, so can we put this in the context of Roshan Be'echai or Be'nezal? On one hand, we, we talk about Netzach Avod being lower, being like the grand, but on the other hand, we spoke about the vua coming from Netzach Avod. You know the levels that Be'nezal reached to. So how, how do we fit in? Like, where, does, where does that fit in? Is it lower, is it higher? The answer is, the answer is that Rabbein Azal is referred to, you, you, I, you just reminded me, that Rabbein Azal's name, Rabbi Nachman, Nachman is Bigimatria Netzach. And Netzach is the fourth of the seven lower spheroids, and Rabbein Azal preferred the fourth Aliyah on Shabbos. There's a lot of connection there. And, and in the Sphira Soimer, this week, today is Malchus Shebenetzach, today is 28, 28 days in the Oimer, which is the completion of the sphere of Netzach, which is Rabbein Zal. Tonight, we're going to be going into Hoid, which is the sphere of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi Even though Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi is Atik, 
It's not a contradiction. Again, it's relative to the context that we're speaking about. There is a certain connection between Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizal and the sphere of Hoid. And Lag Boimer is Hoid Sheba Hoid. Rabbi Nezal is Netzach Sheba Netzach. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi is Hoid Sheba Hoid. So there is definitely a connection there. But again, that's not to detract. Oh, well, and that means that anyone who's chesed is much higher than him. No, it's relative to the context that you're referring to. Because Rabbi Shema Bar Yechoyzal is referred to as the keser, you know, reached the highest. He's the one who revealed the secrets of Atik. Nimza, where are we? Nimza, Shenase Klovius Gomor Bishlemus Godoil, Venichloim Ben Vitalmid. And they're, they're drawing from their source, Shehu Avi Aviyam, which is the grandfather, Shehu Hachocham Vazokin, Shezoichel Shefa Hakeser. Shesham Nechlorin Ben Vitalmid. He's to the chef of Keser, where there there's only oneness. Whenever we talk about the Keser, it's pure oneness. There, Ben and Talmud become one. The Kemuvan Bamaimranal, as Rabbeinazal explains over there in that chapter on the Kutumran, that's one of the longest chapters, Torah Zion in the second half of the Kutumran. Vialkain, Ben Bnoi, Koidem Le Ben Chaveroi. And this will explain why teaching one's grandson comes before teaching someone else's child. Ki Ben Bnoi, Shehu Talmud, because when a person's grandson wants to learn Torah and he's learning and he's a Talmud, he's higher level Talmud than somebody else's son. Because Rabbi Nezal explains over there in that chapter on the Kutumran that even though Ben and Talmud seem to be two different things, Rabbi Nezal says the Talmud must have some of the Ben, and the Ben must be a Talmud. <clears throat> they have to share different things together. Rabbi Nezal elaborates on this over there. We said before, a person teaches a student Torah, it's like he gave birth to him. So a student is also a son. And a son is also a student if you're teaching him Torah. Aval ben ben Talmud anal, However, this grandson who we're calling Talmud <coughs> is more connected to the level of Ben than some other person's child. <coughs> Since he comes from grandpa, he comes from the... <coughs> he, because we said, I'm sorry, the son is coming from the brain, the actual brain of the one who's teaching him. Vehu ben, I'm sorry, vehu ben haben. Let's see this again. Aval haben haben, the grandson, shehi bechinas talmid, hu nichlal yoiser bebechinas ben. He's coming closer, he's connecting better to the aspect of ben, me'achar shenimshach mimoyach hachochum biatzmoy. Because he originates, he's part of this direct chain, grandfather, son, grandson. 
והוא בן הבן, he's the grandson. על כן הוא נכלל יויסר בבחינס בן. Therefore he has a stronger connection to the בן, to his father, the בן. וזהו עיקר השלימוס. And this is the really, like the highest level success. שנכלל בן ותלמד ביחד. When בן and תלמד are joined together. וזה שם רבי סנזל, and this is again why the Gemara says, כל שהוא תלמד חכם, ובנוי תלמד חכם, בן בנוי תלמד חכם, שוב אין התור בזק זמזר לא אילם. That when you have three generations of people who are studying Torah, the Torah will no longer leave that family. שנאמר לו ימושו מפיך ומפי זרח ומפי זר זרחו. כי עיקר קיום התורה שלא תשתכח, הוא על ידי קלוליאס בן ותלמד. Because what really establishes the Torah and guarantees and ensures that the Torah will not be forgotten is when these two join together. Shehu klolius ha'olamais, which is actually bringing together all of the worlds. Doremala doremata, the upper worlds and the lower worlds. Kizeh ikar hashlemus, kishenichlolin ha'olamais yachad ha'olim betachtoin. Because as Rabbi Nezal says, and all the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us, that true perfection is when everything comes together, when upper and lower come together. And this is the real essence of life, which is the Torah. The Torah is a combination of the, the message to the Ben and the message to the Talmud. Shehem kloli is kola kula. They represent the full spectrum of Torah. Ki ikar hachayim hu shehanefesh, tahinu hadas hu mekushur baguf. Because in order for a person to be alive, it requires two things joining together, the soul and the body. Veguf venefesh, hemichinas dorimala vedorimata. And body and soul are the concept of upper and lower. There's a passage that the Gemara mentions when it speaks about Hashem judging a person after he passes away. The Gemara there says, like a sort of a joke, Hashem is going to come to the Neshama and say, time for you to get punished for your Averis. I didn't do no Averis. He did it. The body. I'm a Neshama. I'm pure light. Hashem's going to go to the body and say, time to punish you for your Averis. I didn't do nothing. I can't move. I can't make a move without the Neshama. He Hashem's going to say, I got it. And the Mishnah, the Gemara there compares it to a, a, a person who hired a blind person and a cripple <coughs> to be able to guard their orchard of trees. He figured these two guys can't steal. He can't walk and he can't see. Sure enough, he comes and they stole. And he's trying to figure how did they steal? Simple. The, the blind guy got onto the shoulders of the cripple and was able to reach up to the tree and be able to take... The cripple showed him where to go and, and the... You know. So it says Hashem will bring together, he'll join together the body and soul and judge, punish them together. So the Gemara quotes the Pasuk, Yikra el hashamayim me'ol vel ha'oratz mitochas. Hashem will call out to heaven above and to earth below. And the Gemara says, heaven above, that's the neshama. Earth below, that's the body. <clears throat> and that's what defines life. Life has to be a combination of body and soul. It's joining together the worlds and having them merge together. <clears throat> 
but when the worlds do not join together, chas v'shalom, zeh b'chinas nisa, that's a concept of death, shenestalek hanefesh menaguv chas v'shalom, where the soul leaves the body, because the upper and lower are not bound together properly. That's the concept of forgetting, which is the concept of death. As Rabbi Nezal writes in chapter 37 on the Kudimran, that he, in that chapter is where he draws these two columns, column A and column B. On column A, you have light, column B, darkness. Column A, you have life, column B, you have death. Column A, you have zikoroin, the ability to remember. Column B, you have shikha, because there's a pasuk, nishkachti kameis milev. I was forgotten, like a dead person is forgotten from the heart. Nothing is coincidence. A few hours ago, about 12 hours ago, there was a levaya of Doniel ben Leia, Doniel ben Meir. One of the, a, a grandson, I'm sorry, no, a, a grandson of Rav Rosenfeld in a sense, because Rav Rosenfeld was Makarev's students, and this is a son, a child of a student, that kind of thing, who was buried on Harazesim last night, and I was at the Levaya and I was asked to speak, and I, by coincidence I quoted this Pasuk, I didn't see this halacha before, Nishkahti kames milev. I was forgotten like a dead person is forgotten from the heart. And when we see that somebody is not forgotten, then we know they're not dead, they're alive. When a Jew, when a religious person passes away, they're not forgotten. We say Kaddish for 11 months, 12 months. We have the yard site, we're always remembering them. Because when somebody forgets something, it means they forgot that piece of knowledge, that piece of information. The das left them. That das left their body. And the, the knowledge and intellect, which is the neshama, is not attached to the body. And this is why shikha is compared to death. As the mission says in Turkey, a person who forgets something that they learned, it's as if that person deserves death. And therefore, when a person is like that he and his son and his grandson are all learning Torah, that guarantees that the Torah will never leave that family, that chain. Because you have this joining together of the Ben, the son, and the Talmud, the grandson, we have them joining together with the grandfather. All of this merging together, the two worlds merging together and plugging into the Keser. 
על כן התורה מסתיימת בזרוי ואינו נשכח חסמי המועד. ואיפה התורה הוא רמיין פרמננטלי אסטאבר שהוא נאט בי פגעתן, מאחר שנכללו העולמוס. Because the worlds were joined together. Dehainu, Ben v'talmaj, which are the son and the student. Shein b'chinas dori ma'la v'dori ma'ta, the upper level and the lower level. B'chinas nefesh v'guf. Shezeo b'chinas chayim. That's what's defined as alive. B'chinas zikoraim. And as Rabbein Zal says there in chapter 37, that's the concept of the ability to remember. Hefech ha'shikha, which is the opposite of forgetting. The word hashikha is the letters hachoyshech, darkness. V'yalkein ha-toyro miskayemes bohem ve'ena nishkachas. And that's why the Torah will remain with that family permanently. It will not be forgotten. Ki ikar kiyum ha-toyro alidei klolius ben v'talmid. Because the real, what really guarantees, ensures the permanence of the Torah is this combination and joining together of the ben and the talmid. Shehem Klolius Kola Torah Kula, who represent the entire Torah, upper and lower. Ki Iker Hadas Shehu HaTorah, who Bechina Shtei Hasogo Yiseilu, Shehu Bechina Ben VeTalmid, Shehu Klal Kola Torah, Shehu Hadas. Because real Das, real Shlemus of Das, requires this combination. It requires a person knowing that they don't know anything, It requires aye and it requires maloi. And it requires a person, we always speak about a person having two pockets. In one pocket, when I'm doing well, when I'm on, I'm on fire and everything, the message to me there then is, you don't know anything, you haven't started yet. So that I'll be motivated to do much, much more. And when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling far from Hashem, when I'm feeling like I'm not getting anywhere, that kind of thing, then I need that second pocket, which has that, seven, that second book, the book of Hizchaskos, the book of Chizuk, which says all of us are close to Hashem, is always with us and always close to us, and Hashem will always take me back. These two messages. Again, it's interesting that we're, we're, the, the mind is focused now on Lag Boimer coming, this awesome holiday. The Zohar Kodesh shows that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal was one of the outstanding tzaddikim who was zeichet to a son, Rabbi Elazar by Rabbi Shimon, who throughout the Zohar Kodesh, Rabbi Elazar is giving shirim. The Zohar Kodesh has Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoy speaking, it has Rabbi Elazar speaking, it has the other students speaking. Rabbi Elazar by Rabbi Shimon was the ultimate ben, you know, a ben on the highest level, who was so close to his father. And when Rabbi Shimon had to run away for 13 years, He took his son with him. He took Rabbi Elazar with him. <coughs> and they were, they were together in the cave for those 13 years. And then you have Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba was the one who actually wrote the Zohar HaKadosh. He, among the students, he was the leader of the students. And, he was, and these two, these three are like a set. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Elazar, and Rabbi Abba. We find them mentioned in, in, in chapter 60 in Likut Imran, if I'm not mistaken where Rabbein Azal bases it on the Idra Rabbah, one of the highest level shirim of the Zohar Kodesh. There it says, Posach Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon began, they went into a cave that's found today. If you travel to Miron and you travel to Tzfas, along the way, along the way between Miron and Tzfas, off the road a little, there's a place there called Idra Kadisha, which is like a cave. And you can go inside. My Rebbe Rav Rosenfels took us inside there and showed us the whole thing. 
and you can see how it's laid out in a certain way as at, like a classroom, as if there's a place in the middle where the te- Re- Rebbe can sit, and there are like two rows of, 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 of sections in the stone, in the stone of the wall, like sections, indentations, and it says Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyesal went in there with his students, and he took a position, and he told Rabbi Elazar, you're on my right, and Rabbi Abba, you're on my left behind me, and the other students took their seats, and that's where Rabbi Shimon Yechoyesal revealed this incredible, incredible secrets of Torah, you know, the Idra Rabbah. This is all our topic. You know, people ask, I don't understand. Rabbi Akiva was Rabbi Shimai Choyzal's Rabbi. Why don't we go to Rabbi Akiva? What, 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 what's this whole big deal? The answer is that they don't know what a big deal it is. They don't know that Rabbi Akiva was very great. Every tzaddik is very great. Rabbi Shimon is in a class of his own. Proof is that Rabbi Akiva is not drawing a half a million people. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Choyzal is because he received from Rabbi Akiva, he received the top of the top. It says when Rabbi Akiva was about to pass away, he gathered his students and he told Rabbi Meir, whose yard site, many say his yard site is tomorrow, Rabbi Meir Balanes, who's buried in Tveria, he told Rabbi Meir, you t- you'll be taking over the position of Rosh Yeshiva, of the students here. And the Gemara says, the Yerushalmi says that Rabbi Shimon looked at Rabbi Akiva saying, what about me? And Rabbi Akiva said to Rabbi Shimon, your greatness, only Hashem and I know your greatness. Meaning, you're this Ayeh, you're this Keser, you're this Bereshis. Where Rabbi Shimon taught an elite group of students. He taught them the secrets of Torah. He revealed the Zohar Kodesh and the Tikkunei Zohar, incredible things. We should be Zohar to celebrate, La Boimer. we should be Zohar that Rabbi Shimon should do what Rabbi Shimon can do for Klal Yisrael, for the world, which needs such a repair, such a tikkun, the, the er, Eretz Yisrael and, sh- and, and the whole world should get the tikkun that it needs in the schus of these great tzaddikim. We should be zerchet to the Gula Shlema. Question in the chat, but Netzach and Hoid are also connected to the source of advice. How does this go together with their role as grandchildren? The, the answer is, briefly, this is a long topic, that, that the, the knowledge, the light, comes down from above. It comes down from the highest place. It comes to the Keser. It comes down to Chochman Bina. It comes down to Chesed Engvura, to Teferes. And it finally, its final destination is going down to Netzach and Hoid, which is where the kidneys are, where the Gemara says, Kloyos Yoyatsois. That's a certain level of a completion of a process. So that, again, when a person is learning and learning and learning, the purpose of learning is to get to a conclusion. What's the maskana? What's the final decision? What's the final conclusion? What's the halacha? And that's in Netzach and Hoi. That's, Rab Nassazal goes into this. We've had it before in a number of places in, in the laws of Hashan that, that Netzach and Hoid represents the conclusion, the end of this journey of the light that's coming down from this highest place and being finalized, being formalized, you know, and, and, and boxed and packaged perfectly to be able to be used as etzos, as actual advice. Baruch Hashem. Next week, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday 
we will not have the shear because I'll, I'll be away in Eretz Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, but uh, not in a position to be able to give the shear. Mitzvah Hashem will resume on Wednesday morning. But tomorrow we, we will have the shear. We'll complete this halacha and hopefully start the next halacha, Mitzvah Hashem.